Ricky Wysocki is back. Back on top where the man belongs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Putt Stuff. As always, I'm your host, Devin Primrose, joined by my good buddies, Dalen and Pete. What is going on, fellas? Can I be the host? Sure. Aren't we all technically the no, host? No, hold on. I have a reason. Okay. Because I was right. I've been saying it every week, even when there was no reason for it. It's Ricky season. Well, it's still the year of Vinny currently, but we'll see. There's still time. It can't be the year of Vinny when it's Ricky season. Well, it could be Ricky season during the year of Vinny, I guess. I just like uh, the trophy for this was uh it was just a giant axe so seeing the pictures of ricky just like holding up this big axe was awesome what's up everybody i'm your host dalen joined by my good friends devin and peter what is up guys well i mean we're just we're just peons on this podcast because we don't get our predictions right i guess I was so close to the FBO. Yeah, you oh. were so close to getting the prediction that you stole from me. Correct. I didn't know you were picking her. Doesn't matter. You still stole it right Listen, from underneath me. I like how I get blamed, even though Devin's the one that's like, "Who do you got, man?" Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ever going to take the fault. It's always going to be your fault. <laughs> your prediction got third. Yeah, Wasn't she did, anywhere she, close in. Score, she did all right. But she was third. She did fine. She did fine. I had top 10 on, on the MPO side, so I'll take it. My prediction for FPO was bad. Kyle Crabtree showing that he deserved all the heat that Dalen gave him in episode two. Still sorry about it. <laughs> it was uncalled for. Well, for those who were living under a rock this, uh, this past weekend, the Cascade Challenge was going down in Washington. And, you know, the course, first time... First time we've had this event on tour, the course they played at, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. Personally, I, I, it looked like it could be a fun course, but it didn't have anything memorable in my opinion. I don't know. There were a few of the holes I thought were pretty cool. The, uh, there was an island hole in the woods, which is yeah. like, you never see that. I thought that was super interesting. Hole one with the elevated basket on that short line also, which Sai Ananda almost aced on the opening like, drive of the third round. Um, Yeah, I, I don't like obviously not every hole is memorable. It's hard in the woods to make holes that like every single hole try to make them not look the same. But I, I thought they did pretty good. I think it would be a fun one to play. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't mind going and playing it. I just don't think that it's all the way across the country, but. Yeah, it's yeah. it's tough to me. Like I want the pro tour to showcase like the best courses out there. And this one did not look like anything that I would necessarily want to travel across the country for, if that makes sense. If I'm in the area, sure, I'll I'll give it a play. I'm not going to travel specifically for. Hey, it was better than Music City, and that's all that matters. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Well, to recap the uh, the top five on the MPO side, tied in fifth place, we had a three-way tie between Eagle McMahon, Anthony Barella, and 
I hope I get this right. Juna Heinenen at 23 under. I'm, I'm going to say I 1,000% did not get that No, right. that was definitely perfect. <laughs> in fourth was James Conrad at 25 under. Tied in second was Matt Bell and Evan Scott at 26 under. And as I mentioned, old Ricky Raptor Legs Wysocki at 29 under taking home the victory. James Conrad had a crazy first round. I want to look up the rating here because he had, I think, minus 14 was the hot round of the weekend, and he got it the first day and then just couldn't follow it up with anything crazy. But, yeah. I mean, that's the same thing he did when he had that amazing round. When he shot 17 under, he had, like, two okay rounds around it. Yeah, he does it consistently. He'll, like, just go off and then... Have totally regular rounds afterwards. Yeah, four rated 1096, so almost a second 1100 rated round for the season. That's crazy. Super close. Um, Yeah, it was a clean round, too. 14 birdies, no bogeys. Uh, That wasn't like a crazy bunch in a row. He, five in a row, then a par, four in a row, then a par. Um, Two, then two pars, then three birdies. So a few turkeys in there for sure. But it was just an interesting thought of like if he had just gotten one more birdie maybe he would have had two 1100 rated rounds on a season after we hadn't seen one for three years or something before before his 17 under a few weeks ago yeah yeah i mean again that's kind of what he does he goes off and then it's just kind of okay but shout out to uh to matt bell and evan scott two pretty I don't want to say low rated, but on the lower end of of ratings of on on the tour, which, as we pointed out back in the day, this is kind of what the point of Silver Series is to see these relatively unknown guys make a name for themselves and ultimately lose to Ricky Wysocki because there's no cutoff point. <laughs> I I didn't look. Do you want to get better? <laughs> I, I didn't look up anything about Matt Bell because I didn't see that he was. I didn't see the standings, but I knew watching live that Evan Scott was in the mix for most of the tournament. Yeah. And as we talked about with, what was his name? Carter Aarons with yep. Beaver State yep. Fling. This is also just a kid. He's 16. Evan Scott shooting minus 26, tying for second place at this event. Right behind, standing on the podium with Richard Wysocki. Um, That's crazy. And... He also, he's not from that area. It's not like he's just playing around there because, like, that's where he's from. He's actually from South Carolina. So he's been touring with them, I'm pretty sure, at least getting close to them. Yeah, he's played at all the events um, with some A-tiers in between. This is his first real showing on the actual tour. Yeah, this is his first. He's played at every Pro Tour event? Yeah, he just hadn't been in the mix at any of them. He was... 35th, 53rd, 52nd, 46th, 38th, 50th, like. I mean, he's he's spending some money to do that. Yeah, because he's made the cash line at most of his events, but not, like, by very much. Like, this was definitely his. He might have earned more money at this event than he did the rest of the season combined. Right. Um. So yeah, shout out to him for making a name on himself in the Pro Tour, and hey, maybe this is the stepping stone he needs to 
start, you know, being more successful in the future. And he's a South Carolina kid, so that's cool too. Yeah. Yeah, I I bet that that probably helped him playing on a, you know, fairly heavily wooded course um like like the Cascade Challenge was played on. I didn't look up anything about Matt Bell. I don't know. Matt Bell's just a regular guy. He won. He's the 2019 National Tour winner. Hmm. Cool. Cool for him. He's he's just a guy. He's just a guy. He's good at disc golf. <laughs> well, on the FPO side, uh, tied for third, there was a three-way tie between Holland Hanley, Maria Olive, and Lisa Fakis at Four under. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. This is a family show. Yeah. I didn't say anything bad, Pete. It's pronounced ficus, is what they were saying on TV okay, all weekend. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm just over here screwing up names because people have weird last names. In second was Sayananda at eight under and getting her second win of the season was Kat Mersch at 11 under. Shout out to her for just a couple weeks removed from her first ever Pro Tour uh, event when she gets her second one. So, good on her. Nico LaCastro just living off the coattails of his partner. <laughs> as he should because he doesn't deserve to win either. Fair. It was fun. I was first upset that he was on the lead card on Saturday. But then he missed like every single putt, and I was like, "Actually, I'm enjoying this." <laughs> Just get to watch Nico suffer. Yeah, and he ended the tournament tied for 18th, so I feel validated. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but back to FPO, Sayananda. I definitely don't regret that pick. Oh um, yeah, do you yeah. not? No, I mean, she didn't win, but, you know, she did really good. It gave me something to root for. Um, Just in the end, couldn't close it out. But, yeah, definitely keep an eye. She's having a sneaky good season right now, too. Um, yeah, she definitely is. You know, only finished outside of the top 15 the first two tournaments and has been in the mix pretty much ever since, so. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. On Hanley, too. It it seems like picking either of those two ladies is never a bad idea. I mean, I've picked Holland Hanley, I feel like, three times so far this season. It hasn't worked out for me. Holland Hanley is kind of like the James Proctor of the FPO, where it's like she's always like right there like near the podium, but can't actually get the win for some reason. I'm just ready for Tatara to be back, so I can just take the easy win picking her. That's that's no fun. I, it was fun the one time it worked for me. No, it's not fun. <laughs> well, she is back this week. Um. Oh, the other tournament update, if people are like, oh, how did you guys do at your tournament? It was canceled due to weather. So it's been postponed. We'll let you know when we have another one. It'll yeah, because there was a monsoon that decided to come through Myrtle Beach. It really did rain constantly for long, three or four days. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It was super annoying. With I didn't like too. it. Rainy, windy, just fun times to be had by all. 
Have you guys ever tried to take a dog to the bathroom while it's pouring rain and she won't pee when the ground is wet? So it takes about 30 minutes to pee while you're standing in the rain. That's what I did all weekend. That sounds like a fun time. It wasn't. <laughs> no? They well, shouldn't pee on my oven. <laughs> Taking a look at uh, how the Cascade Challenge affected the points standings uh, and the MPO side of things, it's relatively unchanged. You still got it to the same top three uh, in Calvin Heimberg, Gannon Burr, and Isaac Robinson, one, two, and three. But then Kyle Klein, because he hasn't been uh, participating in the Silver Series events, I don't think. Um, he dropped out of the top five. Eagle McMahon moves up a spot to the fourth spot, and James Proctor finds himself back in the top five at number five. Um, on the FBO side, Kristen Tatar is still holding down the top spot, but just, just barely. If Holland Hanley could get a win, she would definitely uh, jump up into first. But in second is Holland. In third is Owen Scoggins, and then... Ella Hansen in fourth, Katrina Allen in fifth. So there's your points update. Uh, Kyle Klein. Looks like Kyle Klein has mainly just skipped the last couple. He missed the last two weeks. He played Jonesboro. He played OTB. So he just missed. uh, And OTB, he didn't do very well. So that probably affected his points a lot. Yeah, he he just skipped out on the two silvers. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's back for Portland. Um, yeah, he so. is. That's where I just looked at, looked this up from. Which I guess, if there's nothing else to say about Cascade, we can jump on over to Portland. Uh, shout out real quick to Eric Oakley with a huge like 250-foot eagle throw-in. Those are always fun to watch. Mm. And mm-hmm. he, they weren't even there to film him. They were... Um, I think they were filming either one of the Swedes, either Heinen or uh, uh, Makala. And they were just like getting ready to set up the camera behind Makala. And you just hear ching. <laughs> so that was a cool moment for, for him, for sure. So shout out there. Yeah, definitely. Um, Other than that, not too much. I don't think. Um, I think that's it for me. Anything to throw in Dalen? Um, no. <laughs> All I right. think Ricky's going to win. Well, well, we'll see. We'll get to your official prediction momentarily. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I'm Listen, I'm on the edge of my seat over here, just waiting. Moving on to the Portland Open. It is a elite plus event, whatever the plus stands for. Uh, I think I want to say it means that they're worth a tiny bit more in points, but I'm not sure of that. Uh, and Pete, you couldn't find anything as far as info goes. I couldn't find diddly squat about cool. uh, how it works. I think the only difference, I don't know if there's a point difference. The only difference I can see is because there's one other elite plus listed and it's Ledgestone. Uh, Ledgestone Open, and the only difference I can see is that these are the only Elite Series events that are four days instead of three. Except now I'm looking, the Las Vegas Challenge was also four days, 
and was not considered elite plus. But maybe that was just because it was the opening week. I don't know. So at this point, what it boils <laughs> down to is who the hell knows? Uh, they're just a different classification. I, I think I have it figured out. Okay. You have it figured out? Uh, plus, because it's just a little bit cooler. Cool. Honestly, Portland Open is one of my favorites of the year. It's one of the few tournaments that I remember, like, because we started playing and kind of following disc golf back towards the end of uh, 2021 and going back and watching all the tournaments from 2021, Portland Open, I remember. And last year's, it was one of the closest finishes of the season last year, too, um, with a race between Simon Lazat and Garrett Gerthy at the end. So. If you haven't watched last year's Portland Open, go back and watch it. It was super fun. You just spoiled it. I didn't say who won. What What is the course looking like out there in Portland? So they're playing two courses. Uh, it's like a lot of them. They're built on kind of old um, golf courses. But from what I've seen, this is the best mix of all three types of courses, really, because you got like traditional ball golf, like you got sand traps and uh, bullshit OB um, greens, that kind of stuff. And a lot of distance. There are a few holes spread out that are just like in between the old golf holes that are just like big trees that you have to find your way through. And there's, you know, holes in between where it's there's some trees that you got to navigate, but also a lot of distance that you got to cover. So okay. I do think it's the most balanced course on the tour. And then you also got to deal with, you know, which the last couple of weeks on the West Coast have been nice. But uh, typically the weather up there is not good. So we'll see how they deal with that if that comes <laughs> into effect. That was a fantastic... um insight thank you yeah yeah good old pete always hitting me with with the knowledge that's what i expect out of you i'm glad i have a job on this podcast <laughs> me too Dylan, do you have any insight um yeah <laughs> would you like to share it with us no i'm gonna keep it to myself oh okay <laughs> Oh, well, on that note, should we jump into our predictions for Portland? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right, Dalen. Come right, to you so first, like I always do. For the, I want to just really draw the drama out here for All the right. FPO, okay? I know what you're thinking. I'm going to pick Ella Hansen. And that's probably true. But I have to ask a question. Okay. Is Paige Pierce injured or not? Well, I I think her win at OTB, is that what, is that what she won? Yeah, and then she skipped both of the uh, Silver. Silver Series. I would bet that's probably a good indicator that she is okay. Seeing how she won OTB slightly injured, or allegedly slightly injured, and then took two weeks off um i'm sure she's probably feeling relatively fine i want to pick Paige pierce and peter doesn't let me say but if she's injured so i'm just gonna pick her because i don't care if i don't win yeah i mean at this point you're 
you're beating both of us in predictions, allegedly, according to Pete. Well, that's so. I say according because you did. You've picked Calvin twice, and he he won. I think two of the three times that you picked him. Um, and then you got Ricky this week, and then if we're counting, which I'm still in contention, which about, we are, but apparently I'm outvoted. Majority ruled, and we allowed it. Um, you got the Paige Pierce at OTB open, so you have. Yeah, four. I very clearly said I really want to pick Paige Pierce. Yeah, yeah that's what I heard. So you have four, Devin has three, and I have two. Did I only get one FPO pick, right? Yeah, because yeah. that was the first time you didn't pick Sarah Hokum. Uh. <laughs> Pete, do you really only have two? Yeah, I only got the and two. They the and they were the same event, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten a few second places. I thought you had another one. No. All right. I could have uh, swore you had another one. I don't think I did. Right. And for I would have to go MPO, back and listen, but I don't think I did. Okay. MPO, I'm going to pick Calvin Heimberg. Okay. So you go on Paige Pierce and Calvin Heimberg. I want to pick Ricky. But. 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 I thought it was Ricky season. It is Ricky season, and I'm going to be proved an idiot next week. But why don't you just go with your gut then? Devin that's Foley the problem is I'm going with my gut. Right. I'm going with my gut right now. Well, the, the go with your heart. Devin <laughs> definitely wants to pick Calvin Heimer. I know he does, so but I'm bad. not even doing this as a joke. My reason, I have solid reasoning. Okay, so Ricky has struggled all season with something. Don't be a dick. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Hey guys, I'm gonna pick Ricky Wasaki. No, don't do it. I was fucking with I was fucking with Devin the whole time. <laughs> Cause he said before that he was gonna pick me <laughs> Watch me watch me not even pick Calvin now. <laughs> I mean it was so funny. I this is usually See, I don't prepare for the podcast, I just prepare for the bits. <laughs> usually I have my predictions made before we start recording, and I don't this week, so don't know who I'm picking. Legitimately don't know who I'm picking. The door is open. All right, Pete. All right, so anyways, I'm the host. All right, Pete. <laughs> Never heard you call me Pete before, and that was weird. I, call you Pete all, I literally call you Pete all the time. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I do it all. It's through text message, I guess. I don't know if that's true either. I do. I type Pete. All the time. That's, this is so unimportant. We're live right now. <laughs> Irrelevant. It just it makes me makes me feel weird. Dalen, you're a bad host. <laughs> Are you surprised? All right, not, Devin. Not at this. all. Not at all. All right. Well, <laughs> if Dalen is picking Paige Pierce, then I'm going to go because I was. Heavily considering Paige Pierce, but oh well, sucks to suck. I'm not going to sit here and whine about it like some of my other co-hosts. Here. Oh, I will one thousand percent whine about it. I want to make you feel bad for taking my pick. I didn't know it was somebody you were going to pick. <laughs> I am going to go with somebody that Devin has picked a lot, which is Holland Hanley, because I feel like she's due for a win. It's a bold move, Cotton. It is. Where are you going to? 
Nope, you can't say you were gonna pick anybody because you said you haven't made your picks yet. I I wasn't. I'm just saying. I I feel like I've picked her at least like three times now, and it's never worked out. Yeah, well, maybe it just wasn't the right person picking her. You ever think about that? Who's your MPO pick? <laughs> if Peter gets this pick right, I'm not coming next week. <laughs> I don't want. I don't even want to hear it next week. <laughs> it is so tempting for MPO to take Ricky. You can't. Dayla just took him. No, he picked Calvin Heimberg. That's what I. No, heard. I didn't. I was literally bullying Devin. That means you you could take Vinny. I could take Vinny, but that's too easy. Take somebody. A little more spicy. And not, taking not, Ricky's not easy. I never claimed it was hard. I'm going to go with. Uh, I said, you know, the first episode that he's going to pick up late and he just got his first win a couple weeks ago. And I feel like he's really good balanced disc golf player who's really good at covering a lot of distance. So I'm going to go with my man, Eagle McMahon. What a spicy pick. Just the highest rated player. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I said a little more, not like it's like salt and then like, uh, like seasoning salt. <laughs> like that's the difference. <laughs> All right. So to recap your FPO picks, there's been Paige Pierce. And Holland Hanley taken off the board. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Well, there happens to be a certain Estonian back in the building this week. And I think I'm going to pick Kristen Tatar. Boo. I don't give a shit what you have to say. It's the easy pick, and I don't know who to pick beside her, so I'm going with the easy pick. There's plenty of people you can. I know there's I, there's like 50 other competitors I could pick from. Yeah, you but can pick Sayonanda. You can pick Sayonanda. You can pick Ella Hansen. You can pick on Scoggins. Like don't want them. Don't want them. Plenty of don't need them. You can pick. The highest rated female disc golfer is back. Why would I go anywhere else? She's been gone for so long. What if she forgot how to play? I mean, I think it's just in her blood at this point. Damn Estonians. <laughs> so Kristen Tatar, going with her, don't love that pick, but you know, we'll see how it plays out. It's worked out before me before. This, this is the pick of a desperate man. Even even though he's not in last, just to am I, reiterate am I, that, he has more I? picks than I do. Yeah. I I want to continue having more picks than you. He's a desperate, desperate man. No desperation. He's definitely about to pick Calvin Heimberg. Also. She's, she's 991. She's nearly an 1,000 rated female disc golfer, which has never happened before, by the way. How is that going to be a bad pick ever? I didn't say it was a bad pick. I said it was a desperate pick. It's a safe pick is what it is. It's not desperate. It's, it's a little desperate. <clears throat> it's like picking the Patriots to win the Super Bowl any of the 20 years Tom Brady was there. It's just boring. Safe. It, I, yeah, boring. I'll admit that it's boring, but it's safe. Anyway, you're also about to pick Calvin Heimberg. 
On the MPO side of things, I am not picking Vinny. I will say that first and foremost. Calvin Heimberg not being picked, which means, Dalen, if you want to choose your pick or change your pick retroactively, you can do so. No. Okay. I am going with the man that won the event last year. Yes, I'm spoiling it for everybody that didn't watch it. Sorry. Simon Lazat won it last year, and he's going to win it again this year because he's fantastic, and I picked him as my preseason tour champion, and I need the man to start winning some damn events. So I'm going Simon Lazat MPO. I'm going Kristen Tatar FPO, and that's that's what I'm doing. It's uh, not a bad pick. It's I, not a great pick. I, why, is that a, why would that not be... A, he won last year. He is really good. That's why would that ever not be a great pick? Well, he just I mean, it, it just, seems like he's been a little off yeah. this year. Like he it's had MVP, he had two really good showings and then just kind of disappeared. It's the new bag, man. Now I do, I do agree. This is a course that I like obviously he won it last year like this. Yeah. Kind of course is in his wheelhouse. Should be. Like him, Eagle, Vinny, Gannon are kind of the people I think of when I think of this course. Yep. Um, Calvin. Huh? Nothing. Calvin. I said Calvin. I said Vinny, but. Okay. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the new bag. Maybe there's something else going on. Um, I think. This is his first full season as a dad, so that might be part of it too. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, everybody knows kids make you bad at disc golf. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure it's not easy to keep up with practice when you. I mean, Dalen, you're the expert of this podcast of having a kid, so. Yeah, let me just tell you that if I didn't have a child, I would be so much better than you two. <laughs> Think I, about it. I'm I don't what, believe one this. or two. One or two strokes of you guys while also playing once every three months. <laughs> Argue with that. I don't I don't believe you. Why not? I mean there's just no science to back it up. I don't pr- I don't get to practice. If I didn't have a kid, I could practice every day. But would you practice every day? Yes. That's the real question. Yes, I would. Also, you know, there's you could easily just sign up for some tournaments and prove that you're better than us. No, because I don't get, get to practice. And get, and get a rating. <laughs> and then shove it in our face how much better it is. So you want me to do that with all my free time? All of your free time. Well, Every I don't have a second any. of your free time. I get off work, I come home, and I put the kid to bed, and I do a podcast with two losers. <laughs> That's only one day a week. P- Peter makes a good point. I actually have six other podcasts. Dalen, look... I just want to point out what you've done to me right now. You've made me side with Peter. This is You're the right. madness that you've created with this take. I don't get to practice. That's a fact. If I got to practice, you need to watch out. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, keep keep popping out babies. I think it's no, fair. You do need. I don't want any more. <laughs> it's all about the practice. You know. You know who weirdly. Came in third at this event last year that I did, again, for whatever reason, think about picking for like the third time this year as well. 
I know he was on the lead card. I don't know if he actually stayed in third, though. Was it Isaac? It was old vanilla Isaac. You could pick him, but then you'd just be dumb. <laughs> Came in third last year. Of course he did, because he, he never was, comes. If you watch that footage, first, he was fun. making some crazy putts near the end. Like, that's, that's what he does. Because he doesn't think. He just putts. He's so boring. His brain is just mashed potatoes in a head. <laughs> yeah, I'd be able to putt too if I didn't have a single thought other than throw. Eventually, this podcast is going to get big enough where we're going to get a defamation suit from Isaac Robinson for all the shit that Dalen talked so about. So much Isaac Robinson hate on this podcast. And it's from, perpetuated from 60, by one single person. From 67% of the hosts. And I will not I don't, stand for it. I don't hate Isaac Robinson. I you think don't he's, like him. He's just yeah, you don't vanilla. like him, Peter. He's yeah, vanilla. he sucks. He's so lame. I'm not going to pick a lame weirdo when I can pick a cool guy. I mean, Paul Macbeth is also pretty lame in that regard. Yeah, guess what? I would never pick him. All right. Ever. All right. Well, at least we're on the same page with that. He is a weirdo. I did pick him the one time because he's still, like, really good at disc golf, but. Uh, I, yeah, you're I'm really not good, good at disc golf sometimes. I still wouldn't pick you. <laughs> Think about it. Every time you endeavor in a tournament, who do I pick? The right, the right choice. Because That's one of you is a weirdo. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being weird. Well, <laughs> all right. I feel like we've sufficiently gone off the rails. I feel like I really came in this podcast calm, and I really didn't contribute much. Were we? But then I really, I finished it out strong. Were we ever on the rails? Uh. Probably not. The beginning of this podcast was very pedestrian. We we got our points across and we talked about regular disc golf things. Yeah. You guys want to talk about basketball? No. <laughs> you sure? You sure you don't want to? Uh, Michael Jordan is the GOAT. You're damn right he is. <laughs> All right. I think we have a good weekend ahead of us with the Portland Open. Coverage begins a day earlier uh, because it is a four-round event, so coverage will start on Thursday as opposed to typically the start of uh, tournaments on Friday. So make sure you're tuned in for that over on Disc Golf Network or watch it on their YouTube the first round. Uh, But I think it should be a good event. I'm excited, just like I am every week for every tournament. Uh, and we appreciate you tuning in and listening to us in whatever capacity you're doing so for some stupid reason. Um, we love you, but you're an idiot for listening to us. <laughs> We're supposed hey. to build each other, not the fans. <laughs> hey, yeah, don't we? Hey, listen, we love you and you're very smart. And I would if if you're a disc golfer and you play on the Pro Tour, I will pick you for every event. I mean, I feel like. I feel like Pete legitimately would do that. So. No, honestly, if you give me any attention, I'll pick you every single time. Yeah. I don't even need to be positive attention. Like I said, extra we... points if you say Dalen sucks in a comment. Bro, if I get a if somebody on the DGPT says I suck in a comment, I will pick them the rest of the season. <laughs> 
like, even if it's Isaac Robinson. I like that we think that means that that means something. Like a pro would just jump at the chance to be like, I hope they I get can't picked wait. on this podcast they every can't week. Wait. <laughs> They're desperate for our attention. This is the marketing I needed. <laughs> well, we certainly appreciate you tuning in and listening to us. And hopefully you'll join us next week. Uh, what what event is next week? Uh, next week is the... Um, oh, we might have a break, actually. No. Maybe. I don't see anything between Portland Open and Dynamic Discs. Hold on, hold on. No, the cast silver. Something was out of order. I silver like Zoo Town Open. Yep. Yeah, but then it does seem like there might be a break. All right. After well, that, we will be back next week for the Zoo Town Open. Silver Zoo Town Open. What? That's weird. Oh, it's a silver. It's a yeah. Zoo Town Open. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Things are hard. Uh, Zoo Town Open next week. We'll see you then. Good job. Ciao.